0: and welcome to Jules from NZ. But this is not your average Aotearoa or Glitter episodes, oh no. This is August, and as we know, the month of August is for RPG. So welcome back to the RPG A Day Fate of Takeover episode. Six and the prompt is flavor. I don't actually have too much to say about this. I just wanted to add one little thing to this, and then I've actually got some call-ins from Joey of Hindsightless, Jason from Nerds RPG, Variety Cast, and Carl from the GM Presents. So um let's just get on to them because they are better to listen to than me, frankly. And I feel like I talked a lot in the last one. So um I just wanted to talk a bit about flavor. And the thing I wanted to talk about flavor is apples. What well, flavor I wanted to talk about is apples. Yeah, because apples are a reoccurring theme throughout the podcast. Molly actually came from an apple orchard that made cider. Um, her last name is Craft, so that means her family made craft cider. Yes, I was going on a craft beer joke, uh, sort of loosely. Um, but now it's just kind of a thing because craft Cider stopped being produced in the world of Eisen when her parents' orchard was basically set on fire by Arkvale when they were chasing people out. Um, and production stopped. So Kraft uh, Cider, there is the, still the odd bottle around in the world, but it's very rare um, and much prized. And people still remember it because it wasn't that long ago. It's within most older people's lifetime that craft cider existed. So occasionally when Marley's running around the world, she'll be like, have you heard of me? Because she's a bard and she thinks that everybody's heard of her. But they go, Marley, craft, 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 craft. Hey, like that cider. And occasionally that will be a connection to Marley's like backstory. And that's kind of cool. Um, Brad... Our DM kind of linked to that a few times, um, so the craft cider thing. Uh, my players kind of played on it a little bit, and we ended up calling ourselves the Apple Squatterth, um, just because of how many hijinks we basically got up to with apples, how much they teased me about the cider and stuff, and and we just kind of went with it and named ourselves the Apple Squatterth. And then the DM went with it too, and he actually created a healing apple in the world called never spoils. So these apples don't spoil. Sorry, I'm like choking slightly. Um, they don't spoil, so we can just carry them around for as long as we like. Um, they, We can eat them, and it's like having... Um, A day's worth of food and feeling sustained and you're all good and you're all hunky-dory. And also they give you, I believe, I don't have this written down in front of me, but I think it was something like 2d4 plus 2 or something like that, healing back. So we had a bit of a stash of never spoils on us. I believe we've actually used the last one now, so... We are out of never spoils, which is a little sad. And we've gone back to usual health potions, but considering we have an entire dimension locker full of gold, which really isn't running out anytime soon, we're kind of okay on buying health potions front. So yeah, flavor, apples. Welcome to (laughs) Aizen. Now we're gonna hear those call-ins that I promised. Take it away, fellas. Just Gems.
1: Hey Jules, while I might be just a teensy bit sad that we're not hearing another really, really fun story like we did last year, I am excited that you're doing RPG a day again this year. I know you have a ton of stuff going on in your real life, so please, please don't kill yourself to put out episodes. (laughs) We'll be here one way or the other. Anyway, keep up the good work, stay strong, and I wish you the best of luck. Bye! Hey Jules, Jason here. I've got a busy schedule lately so I have to catch up on the RPG a Day Month episodes on my days off, so I'm going to be calling you in blocks. I've listened to the first four. Really love learning about the fate of Eisen. I haven't listened to that podcast, so yeah, I know, I'm a bad person. R- really cool stuff. Let's hope the wolf never gains the ability to communicate and ask questions and ask where its family is, huh? I agree with you with VTT. Well, I, I won't say I agree with you. I agree. I, I'm not a fan of VTTs. I, to be honest, and and I battle maps are fine if you want to do the more simulationist, tactical kind of battles. But I do think that doing it with just you know like areas instead of squares, and then you, you know more freeform narrative is you know it can be a lot more fun. Or well, it's a different kind of fun, right? It's it's not better or worse, just different. Anyway, keep up the great work. Holy Lord, dumb Batman. Sorry. Uh, I don't know. Did you guys see the old 1966 Adam West Batman TV show? It was kind of kooky. I don't know if you guys got that in New Zealand or not. But, wow, Throne was a big episode. But really, really interesting. Very detailed world. Very cool. That's definitely the kind of campaign I'd love to be in one day. So thank you for sharing that. And looking forward to the next episode. Hey, Jules. This is Carl calling. Just wanted to encourage you and tell you that I'm enjoying the uh, Fates of Eisen RPG A Day themed podcast that you're putting out and learning about the world that you and your friends play in. Uh, it's pretty cool and I'm going to keep listening to hear about the world and probably crib some ideas because um, it sounds pretty neat. I'm glad you guys are enjoying it and having fun. And uh, I was going to ask a question, but I think you explain everything pretty well. I guess the other, the question I would have is, especially from coming from the tactics uh, session is, do you feel like you use the same tactics you did at third level that you're now using at 13th, 14th level or have things changed? But that's about it. Keep up the good work.
0: So thanks, Joey. From that's Joey from Hindsightless. Um, uh, thanks for your well wishes for me completing this crazy month. Um, I good wish you good luck too, good sir, on uh, your aspirations to complete it as well. And I will try not to kill myself, <laughs> but no promises. Okay. So next up was Jason from Nerds RPG Variety Cast. Uh, he had a couple of messages for me. So Jason, don't worry. Uh, Not many people actually have listened to uh, Fate of Eisen. I mean, plenty of people have, but I just mean there's three years of back catalogs, and that's a big ask of anybody. So I don't expect you to go rush off and listen to it anytime soon. Just if it sounds interesting, then put it on your to-do list one day. Then that would be fine with me. And as for the wolf communication, yeah, my my DM has put me in some pretty interesting situations because as you can imagine with a bard, ranger character, I do have the ability to speak with animals, and in fact have spoken to Hodge on a couple of occasions, and uh, he's made sort of Hodge say things which I've had to sort of white lie or ignore to get around in order to not confess that I was the one responsible for the entire of Hodge's family dying, And, and frankly, I'm surprised how he doesn't know that, considering he at one point died, and I wished him back to life. I, I I yeah basically uh we did a favor for somebody and I and they offered a favor and I claimed my favor as can I have my hodge back but can my hodge be rideable size and with wings instead of just a normal wolf and s- for some reason and somehow my dm decided to grant that wish uh a couple of sessions later my wolf comes back and he's Awesome, writable sized with these giant white angel wings. Yep, my wolf is now a celestial, which is kind of crazy and awesome. Um And as for the VTT, yeah, I agree for this podcast. I think it was the right choice for this one because we wanted to concentrate more on describing what we were doing, trying to be more entertaining to listen to, basically, than mechanical and i moved my piece here. It seemed like there would be a lot of editing involved in that, Um, and I'm not sure that I would want to listen to that. That doesn't mean that there aren't people out there that would find that whole section really interesting and um, would love to listen to that, but... Um, when we thought about what we would want to listen to, we decided that's not what we would want to listen to. And so we wanted to do a podcast that we would be excited to listen to, obviously. Otherwise, what's the point? So um, we didn't do it for that. But I actually do use VTTs for a lot of other stuff, like one shots that I do online or um, yeah, I'm running a campaign that's very VTT heavy. Um, even though I'm trying to sway them to do more roleplay, more descriptive, all of that kind of stuff. But, you know, people will play how they want to play and who am I to tell them that any way is bad, wrong, fun. Because as we know, with all RPGs, there is no bad, wrong, fun. You play the way that you want to play because you're playing the game. That's how this works. So, yeah. So, yes, good and bad as always, with everything, it has its ups and downs, and it has its people it's for. But yeah, I think we made the right choice on this particular podcast to not get too bogged down in the details, so we could get bogged down in other details, like the world details. Because yeah, we dropped a lot. Of, <laughs> we dropped a lot of lore. We made our own gods. We made our own world. Every city's got shops, and you know, people in charge, and all of that kind of stuff. So I mean, it's 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 heavy. Um, And in fact, I added to it because each of the one shots that I've created are all set in Aizen and I populate a town with more people. And and basically, Brad and I are creating Aizen together, which is kind of awesome. Um, And people can actually play inside Aizen if they should wish because there is a wiki for it. So people can go online look at our wiki and decide to just pick up our world instead of making another one and that's totally cool and we encourage people to do so and let us know about what they had happened to aizen did the surge destroy their game like because you know it's possible it could happen so it's very exciting but i'm I'm really glad you're enjoying it dude and so thanks for thanks for listening and calling in carl carl of the geolim Gymologist presents? Is it GMologist? Or is it gemologist? I don't know. Uh, I think it's GMologist. I think I've heard other anchorites say that. I'm just really tired and am not thinking properly. So thanks for calling in, Carl. Um I really am glad that you're enjoying listening and um that you posed a question. I love questions. So yeah, uh things have definitely, definitely, definitely changed. Um, both from like a levels perspective, as we grow into our characters and our characters can do different things, you know. Um, as a as a bard ranger, like I I sort of was a bard until level three, started picking up some ranger when I realized that my bard was kind of not super combat heavy, um, and that she actually needed to be with these muffins running around engaging everything in combat so basically she needed to be able to join in because i was just burning spells like thunder wave and and thunderclap and vicious mockery and stuff and then i was kind of useless so i took a few levels in bar um and ranger in order to basically be able to fire an arrow from distance and then pipe up with a bardic inspiration or you know, an interesting spell to change things up. So when I got to about 10th level, I was actually even, 5'5". And that was was kind of fun, actually. That's when I feel like Marley's character really started to come into play, like who she was going to be and the charming started um, sort of amping back up again. You know, she sort of became more fae, more... um, you know, glamorous or whatever, because she is college of, um, glamour. So, um, so yeah, so she's basically running around trying to charm the pants off everybody before, before her, her partners can get ahead. And so, yeah, I mean, I think, I think that, that means that that has changed. Um, my fellow players are probably both, more aware of the consequences of doing things now because we've had a few close calls where they've ran in and done something and we've nearly died, um and also somehow more cocky because we're also level thirteen now. So they basically are starting to feel like they're invincible, immortal. You know, like things are definitely have to work hard to hit us. So it's easy to feel like you're above it all, but. We're really, really, really not. Um, and that comes very obvious when we meet a creature that is actually our level and it's 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 a battle, like an actual battle. We we barely sit down and actually plan out tactics of how we're going to attack the battle. It's more just like somebody says something, we laugh and kind of roll with it, you know? Um so it's, that's that's interesting too, watching that play out. But also for a podcasting point of view, I feel like our tactics have changed too. Like just because we were so worried in the early stages about being entertaining, you know, you you had to work to be funny and look for the joke and and how do we, you know, make sure that this is this is cool and the story is cool without being forced and you know constantly worrying about um, that kind of stuff and maybe not spending as much time actually on our characters um, and and sort of. Fleshing out their motivations rather than just fleshing out, like, what they were up to at the time and if it was entertaining for people to listen to, you know, and when I say entertaining, I don't always mean funny, um, we worked really hard to do, um, emotional challenging, um, stuff as well, um, and make sure that we get across, like, all of those different emotions, but we were very much working on a role-play kind of point of view, but without maybe fleshing out why we existed in the world and who we were. So, you know, so there's there's a lot more of that now as well. I find that I tend to be quite serious now. I'm I'm quite focused on goals, um, and I'm quite focused on saving the world, mainly because I'd like to save my family in order to see them again, because I haven't seen my family in just years and years and years. So. Um, And I found out recently that they do still exist. They are alive. So I would like to find them and, you know, hug them all dearly. Um, So I guess, yeah, from a podcasting point of view, we have stopped worrying about that and actually just started properly playing, like, not really worrying about if people are going to like us and just being ourselves and being our characters and doing what we would do in the moment and not not stressing about is this entertaining to listen to or whatever. Because actually when we relax and when we're enjoying ourselves, um, my fellow colleagues are incredibly funny um, people and incredibly great players. So just the honour of playing with them is is pretty awesome and seeing what they come up with when they're relaxed and when they're feeling at home with themselves and with their character and stuff is incredible. So yeah, yeah, it turns out I had a lot to say on that. Um, So thanks for the question, Carl. I really appreciate it. Thank you for stopping by and generating some conversation. If anybody else has got any uh, other questions out there, I welcome them. Feel free to send them in. But uh, for now, as Joey would say, let's get out of here. Kia ora and thanks for joining me in this Jules from NZ RPG A Day Takeover episode. I hope you're enjoying getting to know the fate of eyes and some more. Tune in tomorrow for our next prompt. Thanks to my gems, James, Jason, Barry, Liren, KP, Ezekiel and Joey. And a big thanks to you for listening. We'll be back to NZ and Glitter episodes in September, but August is for RPG. Inohora e Goodbye and see you again soon. Mwah!